0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. A major tourism conference is taking place in Athlone today, and Owen O'Mara Walsh, Chief Executive at the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation, who will be unveiling a new r- roadmap for tourism growth at the conference, joins us now. Um, Owen, oh, a stellar lineup. You've got Bertie Ahern, Patrick Kilty, the Minister for Tourism, Catherine Martin. What's going to be discussed today? Where are we at in terms of tourism?
1: Uh, morning, Kira. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, we have, we have a big conference today in Athlone, which is obviously in the, in the heart of the Midlands. And the Midlands is an area that has secured just transition funding from the EU for the next few years. So there's actually going to be €68 million euro of tourism investment in this region over the next few years. So that's the reason we've chosen Athlone, As you say, a great lineup of speakers. But I suppose the main thing is that we are unveiling our strategy, our industry strategy for tourism growth out to 2030. So there's a lot in there. And we think the tourism industry has the potential to grow by about 50% to 15 billion euro per annum by 2030.
0: Okay. And and what are the challenges that that you face? I mean, we've heard lots of talk about VAT rates. We've heard lots of talk about, I suppose, occupancy rates by, by those seeking international protection. Where do you see the challenges that lie ahead? Yeah, there's
1: kind of, I suppose, in the strategy, we kind of outlined the opportunities and the challenges. And obviously, we want to kind of, we're half-glass-full people. We want to talk about the opportunities. We want to exploit the opportunities. But, you know, we'd be silly to ignore the challenges that are there. At the moment, competitiveness is a huge challenge, soaring business costs, squeezed margins. You know, we just saw the VAT rate go up, which hasn't helped at all. But there's also lots of supply challenges. So demand is good, particularly from certain markets like North America. And that's all wonderful. But there's huge kind of supply and capacity challenges And I suppose first among equals is the fact that 20% of all bedrooms, tourism bedrooms around the country, are now contracted to government for humanitarian reasons. That's perfectly understandable from a humanitarian perspective, but it does have a profound uh, knock-on impact on, on to, the tourism sector because all those downstream tourism businesses that we represent, the attractions, the, yeah. the restaurants, the pubs and so on, they're not getting the tourism dollars. So that's a huge on growth. So one of the re- key recommendations in our strategy is that government have a much more balanced approach to how refugees and asylum seekers are to be housed and not just be dependent on hotels and guest houses through the country.
0: And in in terms of those challenges, you you mentioned North America, things like the the American embassy putting out a statement talking about the safety uh, or otherwise uh, of Ireland for tourism. Are they issues you're concerned about? Yeah, there issues is, we're obviously very
1: aware of. I mean, the, the good news is that Ireland is thought of um, throughout the world as a very safe and secure destination. We have very little crime targeted at, at, at tourists, which is which is a plus. It's important that we maintain that. The the incidences that we saw over the summer are obviously horrific, and and, and obviously we, we we think the police should deal with them, and there should be greater, if you like, visible policing on the streets. But thankfully, overseas Ireland is still thought of as a very safe and secure destination. We have an awful lot in our favour in terms of the country. You know, in terms of you know the the Cape Meal of Fortue is still very strong, the Irish scenery is well thought of, our heritage and culture is, is, is unique, there's great connectivity into the island as well, so there's an awful lot of potential for the sector, which is, okay. is after all the largest indigenous industry and biggest regional employer, but I think what we're keen on is that government and agencies, if you like, support this policy and this, this recommendation and introduce pro-tourism policies wherever possible, because we can't equally take the sector for granted.
0: Okay. And you mentioned pro-tourism policies there. We were talking about the occupancy with international protection, uh, uh, people staying in hotels. There are a lot of hotels that, that have done quite well out of that. But as you mentioned that the business is downstream, not so much. So where does the tourism industry stand on in this? Do you want to see an end to hotel rooms being used for asylum seekers or, or are hotels saying no, don't interfere in this?
1: Yeah, well, we, we've always said that the tourism and hospitality sector should play its part. I mean, it's only right and proper that Ireland has a very um, open and generous approach to people people fleeing a war. Um, and we we said quite some time ago, we probably stand by this, that about 12 to 13% of all the tourism beds in the country could be uh, contracted to the government. But it's about, it, it's it's 20% at the moment and it's only going up in the winter months. And I suppose if you're a regional hotelier and the government arrive and say, listen, will you sign up for 12 months or for 18 yeah, months? We'll, 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 we'll guarantee 100% Occupancy and we'll pay you everyone. It's a very attractive proposition, but that has a huge uh, knock on impact on that local tourism economy. It does. So, so where so, does tourism stand
0: that, on it, is what I'm asking you. Well, well our, our view is
1: that um, only, only about 12% of the national hotel stock should be contracted to government okay. and, and, and gov- government should, so lo- shouldn't come lower knocking on the door. Than once the, yeah, exactly. And, okay. the, and modular housing, state institutions, vacant buildings, unused dwellings, all the other forms of accommodation really need to be explored.
0: Okay. And, and very lastly, later on in the programme, we're going to be talking about a new strategy by Sport Ireland to get Ireland walking. Is that part of the future of Irish tourism, those kind of green ways, those kind of healthy, active holidays? Is that where we're we're kind of moving? I mean, we, we don't certainly market our weather here. So, So is that the kind of direction you want to see us go?
1: It, it, it certainly is and I think the, the, that, the Irish tourism product, the outdoors experience is a really strong one. And I mentioned we're here in Athlone and the region we are is because of this just transition funding, this multi-million package that's going to this area. A lot of it is going to be focused on greenways and blueways and, and there's it, it a real opportunity to have regenerative growth in this area.
0: Ona oh, no Walsh, thank you very much for speaking to us there on that tourism conference that kicks off today in Athlone.